classic 80s metal. Symphonic death metal opera. But I've got to be in a mood to listen to Black Sabbath. Many of our listeners weren't even born then. Back for Chicago is very progressive. I can see there are thrash elements. You are a metal paradox. A stunning vision of death metal. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It just seems so dated. I hear this more as operatic and goth. Florianson will surpass Halpert as the iconic heavy metal singer. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, Metalheads, welcome to The Great Metal Debate, episode 37, April 2016. You can talk to us via Twitter, at Metal Debate, or contact us on email, thegreatmetaldebate at gmail.com. Today I'm here with my co-host, Brian. What's going on with you, Brian? Greetings, Gomthog. I'm just sitting here contemplating my wonderful list that we're going to talk about today. Brian, since we began the podcast 30 months ago, We've each had the privilege of seeing many bands live that we'd never seen before. I've definitely gotten back into the concert scene. I've got a lot coming up, and I'm excited about what we're going to see. And today we're going to talk about some of those bands that remain on our bucket list. Great bands that we're dying to see still have not seen them in person. The ones on my list, they're definitely dream concerts. If I could find two of them together, I would just go and then be ready to die a happy man. When we started talking about this and I made up my list, yeah. I was surprised. I think I've seen most of the bands that I'm really dying to see now. That's actually an uh, interesting comment. I know, well, we'll get to your list and I'll have some questions about that. But that's a good problem to have, dude. You, you've seen too many of the bands that you wanted to see. I kept checking off, yeah, this is a great band. I've seen them. I've seen them. In some ways, it was a little bit of a struggle to come up with this top ten list. You know, I've got some honorable mentions, but for some different some some different reasons that, well, I'll, when we get into it, I'll tell you about it. You'll like it. Why don't we start off with your list? Count them down for us and tell me which bands you are dying to see. Well, let me just start off by saying that I've made a lot of friends in the podcast, people who play in bands. Some of them I've seen in concert and some of them I haven't. I look forward to seeing my friends play shows, bands like Deviants and, uh, well, we've seen Dysphoria, but I'd like to see them. You know, there are a multitude of people out there just churning away. and Keep that up because one day you'll definitely be in my top ten to see. My number ten band that I want to see and haven't seen, and this is probably a metal crime, is Testament. Chuck, Billy, and the Boys, I don't care what lineup it came with. I love just about every song that they have put out and definitely love every album that they put out. Now, I know you've seen these guys. Uh, what did you think when you saw them? I've seen them six times over the years, pretty much every album tour since the 1980s. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily say they should be top on your list, yeah. but if you've got a top ten metal bands and you haven't seen Testament, they should be on that list. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait. They're going to have a new album out, I think, probably next year, and I'm definitely going to catch them wherever I have to go at that time. Nine. My number nine band is actually one of the podcast friends that we have, the guys from Death Dealer. You've got Sean Peck, who we've interviewed, Ross the Boss, who we've interviewed, and Stu the Hammer Marshall, who we've also interviewed. Their album last year, Hollow Ground, was my album of the year. 
Do you have any sense, Brian, if they might be touring North America anytime in the near future? I actually don't get that sense. I know that uh, Sean Peck is touring with Cage, his other band. I almost put Cage on this list, too. I, I would settle for seeing you know Peck because he's an amazing vocalist. But I, I don't get the sense that they've got a tour planned because it's so hard for them. They're scattered all over the world, actually, literally. I mean, Stu is in Australia, Ross is in New York, and Sean is in California. So, you know, we're crossing our fingers and we're praying to the metal gods that they'll head our way. Eight. Now, number eight was an odd choice. I bet you probably, I don't even know if you've ever heard of this band. This may have been before your time. But I've always heard that these guys were amazing in concert and that they were interesting and great technically, too. Uh, and my number eight was a band called Blue Oyster Cult. Have you ever heard of them? I have, Brian, and I knew you couldn't get through a top ten list on the great metal debate without trying to squeeze in a hard rock act. I'm going to say that they have hard rock songs, but some of their stuff is right. Godzilla is a great metal song. I mean, it's in the vein of some of the old Black Sabbath metal, man. Definitely a starter kit for uh, metal enthusiasts. They just have so many great songs that are... Some might even call them prog metal. I mean, for their time, they were definitely experimenting, and their show was amazing in some of the video that I've seen. I'd love to see them. Seven. Number seven is also a friend of the podcast. That's Cobra and the Lotus. And so we have interviewed Cobra Page, and she's a great, great vocalist. The reason I want to see them is not just because they're friends of the podcast. She has this incredible range and depth and intensity in her singing that is only matched by the intricate and talent uh, of the musicians behind her. They definitely push the metal hard. Brian, I've not seen Cobra and the Lotus. I have seen Cobra Page performing with Camelot, and I am familiar with their material. It's very strong, and I'm looking forward to their fourth studio album coming out this year, Prevail. Oh, definitely. Definitely can't wait to see that. What was she like? Could you Did you get to hear her sing in concert, like herself? Yes, very strong vocally, but... Even more than that, she has a great stage presence. She is an incredible front person, and I definitely am going to experience Cobra and the Lotus as soon as possible. Which leads me to my number six band on the bucket list. Six. Zach Wilde and the Black Label Society. Their last album was so good, and he has such a range of musical ability. He can play slow and tender, or he can play loud and heavy till your balls are shaking in your uh, pants, man. And he does it so well in that entire range. People who have seen him, uh, we have a fan cast where they review that album, and Parrish has seen him, and he talks about how personable he is. Like, he's just a dude sitting down on stage playing for the crowd. That, that's just amazing. And I've seen Black Label Society back in 2011 opening for Judas Priest. Impressive band. I, I really wasn't there to see those guys, but their sound is one of the most down-tuned sounds I've ever heard live. Just rattles your teeth out of their sockets. Yeah, I mean, Zach loves to play that way. And the great thing is, a lot of people that play down-tune, uh, they do it because they suck at playing guitar. But man, that is not the case with Zach Wilde. I mean, he can play anything that you need that kind of song to be. He can put it in there. Five. I didn't really want to put this band on my list because I know you're going to give me a bunch of shit about it. Number five, the band that I definitely want to see before I die is Unleash the Archers. Britney Slays at the, at the head of the helm, someone that I could have seen but had issues getting there, and so I regret that, and I will definitely see it. I mean, the last album, uh, Time Stand Still, I think it was number four or five on my list of best albums for last year. How do you not want to see a band like that? 
Now, go ahead. Make me feel bad. Brian. Dick. You missed it, dude. How could you miss that show? Oh, man. And, Brian, not only did you miss getting to see Unleash the Archers, you missed getting to see them in a tiny club. Britney Slay's hair was lashing my face as she headbanged, Brian. You suck, man. You oh. But you were right to put them on your list. Yeah. Definitely a bucket list band for any metal band who's not seen them. Uh, definitely. And, and, you know, if you get a chance, go check out the two interviews that we have with Brittany. She's a fun lady, and you can tell that she loves metal. And check them out on tour the West Coast coming up supporting Anvil. Definitely should check that out, man. Anvil. Metal like metal. All right. They suck. I debated number four, dude. I I wanted to put them higher, but I had some of the classic bands that I want to see up a little higher. But this is is a band that I know you like. It's a classic melodic death metal uh, Canadian band. Into Eternity. Tim Roth, Amanda Kiernan. I love how they're very precise and somehow managed to create some mayhem. I just really love this band. And definitely am praying that they come and see us uh, when the new album comes out. Speaking of new album, we've been waiting for it for a long time, but I spoke with Tim a while back, and he says that it's coming this year. Three. Now, number three, you might think is a little controversial, Three Inches of Blood, another Canadian metal band. These guys are so intense with their music. They grab you by the balls and hold on. We're going for a ride. The problem is that they broke up last year. Apparently it was on good terms, but there's talk of a reunion tour, and I guarantee, you know, this was the first concert you offered to take me to uh, when we started this. Uh, do you remember the other band that was there? It was Goat Whore. Goat Whore. You went to that concert, didn't you? I did not go to that concert, Brian. I got sick that day and did not go to see Goat Whore with Three Inches of Blood. And I have really regretted that because I do enjoy Three Inches of Blood and fear that I have missed out on the one opportunity I did have to see them. Yeah, they they don't come over to the East Coast uh, when they were touring a lot, but man, like I said, there is sometimes talk of a reunion tour, and if that happens, I'd be willing to travel a little bit to see these guys. I mean, they really bring the power in power metal, and uh, I, I just love them. Two. Which brings me to my number two band, another band that you offered to take me to, and I couldn't go for whatever lame reason. I need to be more committed, don't you think? I just think you need to be committed, Brian. (laughs) Number two for me, Primal Fear. Another friend of the podcast. We've interviewed Rolf twice. Rule Breaker, the new album. It is my recommendation for top metal album of 2016. There are bands on the bucket list you want to see. This is a band I'm going to work to see. I love this band. Primal Fear is very impressive. Ralph Sheepers, as strong as any frontman and singer that you'll see. I would like to see them again, certainly. They consistently bring the type of power metal that I love. And I know it's not your favorite kind, but it, it tells me a little bit about how good they are in that you like them, you know, as much as you do and would go to see them again. So, you know, I'm definitely down. When they, when they head this close, we'll, we'll see what we can do. One. Which brings me to my number one bucket list show of my lifetime. It's one that I have regretted missing. I don't know how to put this. This is a band that you go to see just to say you've seen them. Of course they would be incredible. I'm talking about Iron Maiden. You know, we've got Dickinson, who survived cancer, 
who is maybe the quintessential heavy metal singer on the planet. The guitar playing is incredible. They have three guitar players, and all of them uh, can really just bring the noise. Uh, of course, uh, the drummer and the bass player. Every musician in this band is that, a musician. And to see them with Eddie and the screaming fans and the flag waving and the running, I, I can't tell you how much I want to see these guys. I've seen Iron Maiden twice the last time, quite a long time ago now, uh, the Brave New World Tour in 2000 when I went with our friend Metal Mark. <laughs> they are impressive live. I would be curious to go see them again to see how they're holding up. That band is showing some age, and I'm just curious whether they are still able to deliver live in the way they could back in their heyday. Ordinarily, I would tell you that you suck and you're a dick for saying that, but Dickinson, after he had that surgery and the cancer, his voice actually changed registers. The new album, there are a couple of songs on there. I couldn't tell it was him that was singing. I thought they had a guest singer. It would be really interesting to see what he's like live now. But there you have it. Top ten bands that I want to see the before the day I die. I think I'm actually going to get to see some of these bands. Some I may not, but I'm going to put in the effort. Your list had some positives there, and indeed I've seen a number of those bands. Uh -huh. I do think my list may be the stronger list. It contains a lot more different sounds. I've got classic metal like you do, but also melodic death metal, symphonic metal, black metal, and even your favorite, folk metal. Oh, gotta love the folk metal, man. And mine has bands from Canada, the Netherlands, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Russia. All the true metal nations arrayed for my list. Yeah, because it's not whether a band can play good music or not. It's where they're from that makes them great metal. Jesus. Here we go already. Ten. Number ten on my bucket list bands I've not seen before. Within Temptation. That's right. That Dutch gothic metal band, Sharon Denadel. I've not gotten to see her, but every single person I've ever spoken with who's seen Within Temptation says they are one of the best live bands that they've ever seen. Sharon is still kicking it, well over 40 years old. She's been doing the symphonic metal scene ever since the 1990s, so she's experienced. She knows what she's doing. I understand they put on a great show. I've got to see Within Temptation the next time they come to the States. Anytime that you have a woman that's over 40 that's still into the metal, you know, I, uh, I would like to date her. You know, I'm just going to say. Nine. At number nine, I have Immortal. Those classic Norwegian black metalers have never had an opportunity to see them. Really, my list of black metal bands is pretty short, Brian, so I, I could add some more on there. But if I had to pick the black metal band that I haven't seen, Immortal would be among them so influential i mean you talk yeah. to any black metal fan they're going to cite immortal they've got to be there on that bucket list corpse paint rules yeah absolutely i mean they're definitely a black metal legend if you're a fan of that genre somebody you've got to have on your list i agree eight for number eight i have finished melodic death metal legends insomnium had an opportunity to see them last year, Brian, mm -hmm. but passed on it instead. Ended up going to see Arch Enemy again, and, and it was probably the right choice because I, I love Arch Enemy, but Insomnium's right up there with Dark Tranquility, Arch Enemy, In Flames. That's the one 
major melodic death metal band that I've not seen, and I've got to check them off that list. When I think of melodic death metal's beginnings, you know, I think of this sound, sort of the Gothenburg kind of sound, like Dark Tranquility. These guys are certainly good and definitely would be worth uh, going to check out. Seven. Number seven takes me back to the Netherlands, of course, for Sirenia. Those Dutch symphonic metalers, their last album, The Seventh Life Path, Brian, I thought that was among the best albums of last year. Island's voice, every time I hear it, it just overwhelms me. And the production of their albums, I'm curious to hear them live to see if you get that cacophony of sound live. They're just so amazing how they bring all these different sounds together to create the symphonic metal offering. Don't know if I'm ever going to have a chance to see them here in the States because they're pretty much stuck in Europe, but would love to do so if they ever did come across the pond. They might play kazoos for all I know. Here's another one of your picks that they have so much going on that doesn't seem metal to me that that it's a hard time for me to call it that. Six. Number six, we go to Sweden. Amon Amarth, one of the classic melodic death metal bands. Like Insomnium, I had a chance to see them over the past two years. Missed out on that. Very much regret it. I was just messaging with someone the other day, Brian. They were talking about how excited they are to see Amon Amarth coming up this year, and I've got to check them off my list. I hear that their shows are just so aggressive, almost violent. And I'm excited to hear the sound, feel the energy. I would love to see these guys. Now, if, if I don't get to see them when I'm alive, I'm quite sure that I'll get to see them in Valhalla. Five. Five on my list. The one and only king himself, King Diamond. I'm talking about the classic Danish metal screamer who has penned such magnum opuses as The Eye and Abigail. I mean, he, you talk about a cacophony of great and various music. The King has definitely laid down some great tracks, and I've heard that his concerts are incredible. Yeah, the show I've heard is amazing. Uh, what he does live, he brings out Grandma, he brings out the wheelchair, <laughs> the giant inverted cross is there for all to see. I'm pretty sure he probably brings the others, it's just that no one else can see them. Four. For number four, I have Mayan, Symphonic Death Metal Opera. Mark Jansen's side project, it is amazing. Both Mayan albums are among the ones that I play the most. I've had a chance to meet Meryl Beshtol, guitarist for Mayan. She told me that they are working on the third Mayan album, and I couldn't be more excited As with Sirenia, I know that the odds of getting to see them here in the States are small, but I would love to see Mayan, that amazing symphonic death metal opera performed from the stage. You know, I'll give you this, dude. I wish that America would open up a little more to some of that symphonic uh, and melodic death metal stuff. I I would love to see these bands. They're not necessarily my favorite music, but my God, Meryl... uh, is in two incredible bands. Who doesn't want to see that kind of talent? And Jansen is is a he is a talent. I liked their last album much better than I did the album before that. Still not my favorite, but I would go see mine. I might go with you. Three Russian folk metal rules. Arcona. You remember the story, Brian, of me meeting Masha Scream at the pit at the Elvete concert. I do remember that. You didn't know who she was was. 
I do remember that. You didn't know who she was was till you looked up and saw, oh my God. And if what she delivers on stage is even close to the way she was going crazy in the crowd at Elvete, I know I'll be on I'll be there for a good show. What I've seen online of their concerts just look amazing. That blend of metal, the folk instruments, I can't imagine what that would be like live. Arcona is definitely up there on my list. I thought about having them number one. They're right there among the top that I haven't yet seen. When you told me this story about uh, you know headbanging with her, I thought that's true fandom. You've got to appreciate a musician that wants to get in the pit and hear other people. Two. Number two band on my bucket list, Therian. Swedish Symphonic Metal Masters. Therian is among my favorite all-time bands. I just think that their discography is amazing. Gothic Kabbalah, the more recent albums, it's all so wonderful. They would be number one on my list if Lori Lewis was still the touring vocalist. She's one of my favorite vocalists of all time. I would definitely have them at number one. But unfortunately, she's retired from that work still. The opportunity to see Therian would be amazing. Unlikely as with some of these other bands that they'll be making it over to the States anytime soon. But uh, man, would I love to see them. Well, as I recall, Therian, uh, we had a song that we reviewed on some of the earlier podcasts from Therian. And I remember when I listened to it, I felt the need to go draw a pentagram and sacrifice a cat. I would think a concert like that would be interesting. I might come home minus my soul, but definitely entertain. One. Finally, my number one band, and maybe one of my biggest regrets, I was set to see this band. I went to see this band, and the band did not show. Oh, that sucks. Uh, the band is Into Eternity. Tim Roth, Amanda Kiernan, and company. I was set to see them at Evansville, Indiana, I understand somebody was sick. They just weren't able to make that connection. One of the most disappointed evenings of my life, man, because I was so hoping to see Into Eternity. I kept looking at the door, hoping that I would hear the tour bus, see them walk in. Unfortunately, it wasn't to happen, and they haven't really been through the state since then. I know you mentioned they're working on a new album. I've got to see Into Eternity, no matter where I need to go to see them. I will make that happen, the number one band on my metal bucket list. Well, this is the only band that we have in common, and I totally agree with everything you said. Although I do think that if they didn't show up, they should come and stay the night with us and play a private show. So Tim Roth and Amanda Kiernan, if you're listening, come on down to Kentucky, and we'll put you up and feed you for the night. Brian, they are the only band in common on the list. Let's listen to a track by Into Eternity. Let's listen in to Fukushima. The candles were lit for the dead. Fukushima.
was a very Fukushima good song. Into Eternity never, ever lets us down. When this song first came out, I was like, this is another reason why we've got to go see him. I will be accompanying you wherever you go to see this band. Well, Gone Fog, there we have it. We have our two lists, our bucket list of bands that we want to see. I fully anticipate us seeing some of these bands. We have a lot of great concerts coming up that we're going to go see. So, great metal debate fans, put up your list. Who's your bucket list of great bands you want to see? Listen in to all our podcast interviews and fan casts at The Great Metal Debate on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. We also engage in lively debate on all manner of topics on our Facebook page. Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it till your dying day. Music